0: You sound great on your new microphone. New microphone, brand new microphone.
1: It's. It looks. uh, You've got a. You've got a little pepper shaker there. Oh my goodness! Look at that guy. Look at that. He's got dials. He's got a little, uh, little uh, clampy kind of uh, swivelly kind of uh, thing going. There's
0: a a gain knob. A gain knob, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I could raise, (laughs) don't, or lower.
1: Or put it right back. My my feeling Hold is ne- is don't touch anything ever again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: Won't I? sha You could even you could even turn your gain down a little, Ed. Do you think I'd so? I still have yeah. I'd still have plenty of uh, volume for you. The, that? The, that gainy enough? Yeah, that's perfect. Um, okay. yeah. So what happened was, Ed. If this is for our our listeners, our three or four uh, reliable listeners. Uh, Ed's microphone began to exhibit. Uh, mysterious problems And finally stopped working And it turns out that a baby had seized it
0: Yes, the baby had had used it Because it looked very much like a toy Like a toy robot Yeah Really, uh, armless but with three legs And uh, also like another baby perhaps Looked a little yeah. bit like a smaller <laughs> baby uh, So in that uh, uh Level of competition, which surely is not reflective on his parenting, he destroyed it
1: but why did you um why did you go and go ahead and buy uh, another anthropomorphic microphone? this one named after a, a, a mythical creature
0: the yeti it's named after a yeti, but it looks more like a uh, uh, a robot m c <laughs> right yeah, sort of formal and it's steel, but kind of the buttons sort of arranged so it looks kind of. Tuxedo-ish, and it has legs, and it's bowing. Um, yeah. Like it's just performed a magic trick. <laughs> what what trick might it have performed, Ed? The French drop. <laughs> what the hell is that? You know the French drop. No. that's the easiest one. The easiest of all tricks, you mean? It's a pretty easy trick. You make a quarter disappear. Oh. How? I'm not going to reveal my secrets. <laughs> all right, all right. But it was taught to me by the great magician. It's the first trick in any magic book, but it was also taught to me by the great magician T.R. Johnson, who uh, sometimes listened to us. Oh, great. Uh, who is has a lot of good tricks. I think it's it's good to have a few tricks. You can do some good card tricks, some coin. Um, you just need to have a few. I, mm-hmm. I
1: I sometimes get the feeling that if I were to – practice and then master, and I don't think this would be very hard, a series of little novelty tricks that I could do uh, with a dollar bill, then my life of going to bars would be forever transformed for the better.
0: Yeah. Especially since the bar version of of Dollar Tricks is often in the service of turning that $1 into somebody else's $20 in your pocket.
1: (laughs) And then turning that $20 into
0: drinks. Right. Yeah. Saw a great documentary about magicians, and I have been very hesitant to watch any sort of filmic uh, versions of of, of what magicians do after the back-to-back shitty films of, uh, was it The Prestige and the other thing that came out at the same time as The Prestige, two kind of magician movies. Yeah, I don't think I I saw either of them. At a time when I was really thinking a lot about it, um, and they were very bad
1: Wait, did you back. see the one with Steve Carell in it, Bird Wonderstone? Yeah, yeah. Ryan no. and the kids kind of like that.
0: I bet it's I bet it's good. They but there's a a, solid it's a documentary movie. about uh, yeah. uh, Ricky Jay. Oh yeah, that's out. It's available on I think Hulu or Netflix, uh, and it's uh, it turns out to be a kind of biography of Ricky Jay, who started performing magic at you know three. Uh, but what the, the frame of it is He's talking about these The great music, magicians that he learned from
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Sly Dini Cardini <laughs> uh, and, and a few others <laughs> uh, How many
1: Dinis did he learn
0: va- from? Off the vaudeville circuit Just the two Dinis and then a few other people the university uh, of Dinis A couple of other non-Italian people with Italian <laughs> Stage names <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's, it's, it's pretty I think they're all, all Jews. All Jews pretending
1: to be Italians.
0: I think some some of them might have been uh, great documentary. Yeah. Ricky J, very cool dude.
1: I like Ricky J a lot. Very cool dude. I like his acting career too.
0: Mhm. Mostly Mammoth Mostly Mammoth movies. Yeah.
1: yeah, and he's he he's not very he's not very versatile, but he does his one thing uh, with with real with real style. And I always love seeing him on screen.
0: Perfect for perfect for Mamet, yeah. Which asks yeah. for no expression at all from any of its characters. <laughs> no the dialogue no. is to be spoken as it's written, and as, as flatly as possible. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ricky Jay's a very cool cat, cool character.
1: Yeah. Mammoth's all like, let's see. I need a uh, went need to a, Cornell. I need an expressionless uh, 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 middle aged woman. Honey, will you be in this one? So, uh, yes, I didn't know that Cornell. It went to Cornell. I wonder if we in creative writing should be celebrating that in some way.
0: Should every day with a magic trick. <laughs> oh, Ricky oh, Jay Hayley.
1: did, not Mamet. Ricky Jay.
0: No, Mamet went to Goddard. Uh-huh. With, <laughs> Why do you uh, know where everyone went to well, I, I don't want to go because I think Mamet's very cool. But also, he was a <laughs> classmate of uh, my friends Jane Shore and Howard Norman. Okay. They were, or at least Jane. They were all in, in uh, college together. Yeah, And, and – uh are very talented people. Uh,
1: speaking of writing,
0: uh, the cream tricks, of the baby boomer crop, I would say.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. saying a lot. I
0: don't have a lot of. <laughs>
1: I don't want to get into that. Of the, cream of the baby boomer crop. Um, uh, I was thinking last night. There's this, there's something I think of pretty much every time I sit down to write and have for many many years now, and it is the famous Simpsons. Uh, clip where Mr. Burns has gotten thousands of monkeys and typewriters in the hopes that one of them will create a uh, a great novel and he pulls the he, he ch- chooses a, uh, a monkey and the monkey hands him a piece of paper and he reads off the paper It was, it was the, best the best of times, of times. It, it was, was the, the best of times, times.
0: Stupid monkey
1: Yeah I, and yeah. uh ah, um, ah. And He it beats suddenly... the
0: monkey with the paper and <laughs> yeah.
1: runs off that's how I feel every time I open the file containing my novel. It was the bluest of times. Like, you know, there's this moment of moment of thinking, "Wow, I'm really I'm really good." Oh no, I'm not. So, my question is, did your friend George write good. that line? Because when I met him, I my should half. have asked him that question. I want my to I want, I want to meet the man. I want to have met the man.
0: Oh, who, that, well, that's 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 from my favorite episode, which I believe he 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 was uh, uh, a writer the producer on which is the Lisa Needs Braces is the episode yeah. because the, uh, uh, the Homer is getting a tour of, of the Burns mansion uh, and the, the monkey, the typewriter, the room full of, of uh, monkeys and typewriters is, is, is on the tour. Um, yeah. as he's, he's there as a union negotiator. <laughs> of course he is. So that's, that's uh, probably some of that is George. Some of it's Dana Gould mm-hmm. probably also. Very funny. Simpsons writer comedian.
1: Yeah, that that I just I just love that line. Love
0: it. that whole episode. Yeah. Is I've I've watched that one on on repeat.
1: Hundreds I, I of times. I've noticed uh how bad um whenever writers are portrayed in television or movies, it's usually um extremely uh poorly, you know, with with very little insight into the creative process, very, very sort of romantic or broken ideas about what it's like to try to write something. And uh, a good example is my uncle got tried to get me to watch that. Uh, oh shit! What's it called? It's got Emma Thompson, and she's a character being written by uh, S N L funny man. What's his name? Anchorman. That guy.
0: Yeah, Will Ferrell.
1: Will Ferrell. Bo- both actors, oh, whom I like very much, and I think Will Ferrell's very funny. But the but this movie is about he's a novelist and he. Uh, no, she's the novelist. She's the novelist, and she's she can't finish her new novel, and the reason she can't finish is that uh, she hasn't figured out how to kill off her her main character, which is just an idiotic conception of what writing a novel is like. I mean, the people who are writing the screenplay know that that's not a problem. A writer has thinking the right way to kill someone is not a problem. No. It's just, it's just not. No. And then the, you know, it's got this. Uh, figuring out how to get
0: somebody in and out of a room—that's a problem. Perhaps, like, like the describing the Dave, someone's face—that's a problem. The da- the right. Dave
1: Gilbert story about. Do you remember this? I tell my students this a lot. That he he said he 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 said in workshop one day back in grad school that he'd been up half the night because he couldn't uh, the phone in in his short story the phone rings. And he couldn't get the guy across the room to answer the phone, yeah, so he was trying to describe him getting up off the couch and crossing the room and what it's like to pick up the phone, you know, and of course later realized that all you had to do is say the, the phone rang it was so- and so because the you know the, the this this the the notion of knowing which detail to leave in and which, which, which not to not to include: right.
0: That's a real problem, um, not deciding how to kill somebody.
1: No, no, deciding how to kill someone is not. But then it goes, you know, it has it sort of ticks off every this movie every stupid box about the the apparent romance of being a novelist, none of which are true. I mean, there's not much romance to it at all. It's great and interesting. Uh but uh um but you know, every sort of piety about writing out there is false and uh I would I I'm I'm trying to think of movies and TV where uh See, this is why I like the blurst of time. I don't, think, I don't a-
0: think we need to dispel it, however, John. No? I don't think that the writers need to go on some great crusade to show <laughs> – I don't see what we have to gain at this point by saying, look, it's really not as romantic as you think it is or <laughs> thought it was <laughs>
1: 10
0: Maybe, years ago. The last time you thought about what writers might or might not do.
1: <laughs> I guess we should just own the, own the bullshit. Let it let it <laughs> let it, let it No, down I, with the, I you know, push. I only want this because I want to I want to see I want to see the creative process dramatized in an interesting way. Barton Fink. Yeah. Okay.
0: Barton okay. Fink, I think, is a great movie about how the imagination works and things get done. Things get made.
1: Yeah. Gotta watch that again. You know, Ed. <sighs> Henry Fool. Yes. definitely. Ruben Ruben. Wait, Eight what was and a half. wait. Wait. Wait, what was before the Fellini? Ruben, Rubin, a What's Ruben, the poet movie. Okay. Oh, have you? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if it was any good on the subject of writing, but the poet movie, uh, A Fine Madness, was was terrific with uh, Sean Connery and uh, Gene Seberg. Didn't see it. It's terrific.
0: Is it uh, early? Is it early Sean Connery or late Gene Seberg? And she. She there wasn't much of Gene Seberg. Died oh, young, right? Yeah. Um
1: I think okay, a fine madness. It's nineteen sixty-six. Um and it doesn't get many ratings good ratings here on IMDB. But I saw it because um Rian is a huge fan of Gene Seberg and in right. fact has an autographed photo of her and, and has Really? Yeah, yeah. She's occasionally uh, considered writing a novel about her. Um but uh, that's why I saw it. But uh, it's a it's a pretty good movie about a about an alcoholic uh, poet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, uh, speaking of movies and watching The Simpsons or any television show or movie, um, we've we've undergone this uh, in my family, or we're go- undergoing a sea change. Uh, I have bought a television set. What? A I recall
0: visiting you in sometime in the late '90s, and we had we rented a television set. <laughs> I think you're right for a day from Where, Rent-a-Center but for a couple we, of days.
1: Why there was an event that we wanted to watch? We wanted to watch the Oscars.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. We re- went to Rent-a-Center, rented a TV for <laughs> oh, 24 hours. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> I forgot.
0: <laughs> With great reluctance. Yeah. Well, here, not, well, here, not because it was odd to rent a TV at all. But just to permit it into your house, even for that period of time. Well,
1: that's that wasn't true. That's that's not true. We, Reed and I, have never been those sort of nose in the air. We don't watch TV. People. The problem is that when we're, when we do have a TV, say in, you know, in a hotel room or at our family's houses or something, we just sit and watch it all day. It's just a, sure. you, you know, it's very much like it's like the internet, except even worse for me. So um,
0: TV's great. It get, it gets you high. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone really, everyone truly,
1: truly is doing it. Yeah. But uh, we, and the other thing was, we've always had our house arranged for for 15 years now, our two houses of the sort of family sitting area has always been arranged around an actual hearth, not, a, not an electronic one. Like, where there's a wood stove where there should be a television set. So there's nowhere to put it that's not awkward or that would require the moving of furniture to face it. And, uh, but finally, we realized something that... We've been watching more TV as TV has gotten better. So, we, you know, as we've discussed, we've wasted many, many hours watching TV series on my laptop. Um, and occasionally if we wanted to watch a movie with the kids, we would have this awkward arrangement where the we, Toby would st- st- stream it on his computer, and which was at a 45-degree angle to the sofa in the back room, so everyone would be facing sideways to watch it. <laughs> And then it didn't fit all four of us so that we had to have an extra chair, a hard chair that was facing it, but the screen was tilted. For, it was awkward. and No one cared but me, but I just can't bear to watch a, a movie that way. Um, I sort of want to be at least semi-immersed in it. So, And we realized the kids are, you know, the kids are getting older. They're going to move out. And there are fewer things that we're doing together. Uh, we all enjoy some of the same things like reading and writing and looking at the internet and these are solitary activities and we figured, well, why don't we get a television and then we will renovate the back room uh, and get more comfortable furniture and uh, we won't have cable uh, so we won't get into the, you know, the sort of addictive TV stream but we'll have like an Apple TV and rent movies on iTunes and look at Netflix. So that's that's what we've done and I spent the past few days building and staining and varnishing bookshelves
0: i saw the photo yes yeah, so handsomely handsomely stained
1: this is why i canceled yesterday's recording of this podcast it was yeah. because i had spent the morning uh applying wood stain and yeah. i hate little woozy hate it hate it it's not the yeah. wooziness though that was Can i see your hands yeah well no you, they're they're mostly wash them, um, scrub them yeah. yeah they're mostly just covered with cuts uh from the carpentry or
0: they look kind of weird the amateur carpentry Did you got a new webcam no it's it was, just the, they're sort of they're sort of hd sort of 3d it was let's see like you were reaching out whoa
1: it's i'm just i think it's a wide okay. angle lens so i'm super foreshortened look at that yeah,
0: yeah. you ever just sat and looked at your hands <laughs> so the project's done
1: renovation's done it's done yeah it's just the, the 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 uh Varnish is now dry. We can start putting... I ordered a bracket for the TV to just mount it on the wall. Cause, That's good. Know, the, the walls back there are made of like oak, so we can hang yeah. stuff directly on them. Yeah. But it's like we preserve the sort of summer camp feel of the back room, but are making it uh, making it pleasant to sit in.
0: Sometimes there's TV at summer camp. Yeah. So you can <laughs> watch meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> Meatballs too. <laughs> I was gonna
1: say more like meatballs too. Because Meatballs was out at the at the yeah. video store that's twenty miles yeah. away from camp. The counselors went there to get the to
0: buy movie. some pot and to have you seen Wet Hot American Summer? I haven't. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah? Yeah. Wet Hot American Summer. I think I'm getting it right. Uh, parody so of it's... camp films. Oh, really? About 10, 15 years old. By now. Is it it's um, actually a good parody of? of oh, parody it's hilarious. Was? Oh, it's one of the right. funniest movies of, of, of some time range.
1: Have we talked about it's the cabin? Arbitrary in, time range. Speaking of parodies, have we talked about The Cabin in the Woods?
0: The horror, um, the horror no, movie? No, but I, I, upon your, yours, your recommendation and, and, uh, and Victoria, who I almost called Veronica just now, uh, I watched it.
1: But both, but both names are wrong, right? Because you mean Virginia.
0: I guess I do <laughs> <laughs> I've only had four cups of coffee this morning Yeah But did you like it? Uh, I skipped over the middle part of it Yeah The middle part of it seemed just uh, uh, slashery Even though I knew that it yeah. was funny Or leading to something And I sort of fast forwarded to the, the When they understand that they're in something else Yeah Because I don't, I, don't, I don't like to see people get hurt No On screen it's me neither. One of, I, I think I, I, don't know if I liked it before I had a kid because I don't really remember that world
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what I liked and what I did in it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really can't stand. Well, you had sex at least hurt. once in it. At least one time, or something happened. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Kevin, uh, it was all right. I liked the uh, um, the grand melee. Yeah. At the end, although it was all happening too fast, you couldn't really tell if these were familiar monster figures or, or if they were made up. And if they were made up, what was interesting about them?
1: I think they were made up monster types. But yeah. they, they they fit into monster categories, but were not actual trademarks. One of them might
0: have been E.T. I think one of them was E.T. <laughs>
1: a killer E.T. Yeah. There's some creepy twins, you know, like an like oh, E.T. Shiny. was always a killer.
0: <laughs> always a killer.
1: Rian uh, Rian, uh cracked me up last night. We went to the, uh, we went to the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade uh, band concert um, that uh, Toby participated in, and they have we have a they have a new um, very young, very energetic and serious uh, band director who's probably about twenty eight, but looks to be about nineteen, yeah. and um, he he actually started a uh, he actually started a um, jazz improvisation club. They're, nice.
0: They're... I would have liked to have joined that.
1: Yeah, and there were. It was great. The, uh, Toby's not in it, but we're trying to get him to offer himself up as a bass player because uh, he's he's afraid of improvisation. But I, he's actually a good musician. I think he'd do very well. But anyway, uh, so um, the band uh, they had <laughs> the rehearsal. The dress rehearsal had been canceled because of weather. So the blocking was all off. Like, the kids didn't know where to sit. And the band director's quite fussy, skilled, but very fussy. So he wanted to make sure everyone was sitting in the exact right place. So between every song, everyone would get up and move around. Um, And uh, there were these long, 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 long pauses between songs. So Rain and I would sort of wait patiently for the next one to begin. At one point, Rain just leaned over and whispered in my ear, how many of them do
0: you think have had sex? <laughs> is this fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth? <laughs> graders? Probably I one. hope
1: I hope none. What? Uh yeah, I I joked somehow. I, I, I held up seven fingers uh as yeah. a joke, but I eighth hope I'm wrong. The tops? Eight is the tops, yeah. Some Jokes of the eighth graders. Th- you some think some of the seventh graders. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the eighth graders in, in band? No, no. I guess you're right. You're right.
0: You're right. They, the I'm sure they Plus have their friends. musical hearts.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they have friends who were doing it at that very moment while they were on stage in their in their
0: Christmas. Necklace. No, I think people in band are 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 not unrepresentative at that point of of the student body. I think in high school it it becomes more of a, a type, but I think in in middle school it's still people are just enrolled in it or. Forced into it, yeah, en- enrolled in it. <laughs> I liked middle school band.
1: Oh, you mean, you're talking about enrolled in sex or in band?
0: A uh, band, band. <laughs> right. Although there's an open enrollment period coming up for <laughs> for sex. <laughs> you know, when you said that the 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 band director was uh, really really talented, it made me. This is something I've been thinking about lately. With a sort of, uh, there are more people now than there used to be,
1: right? On on Earth, you mean?
0: Well, yeah, and in, in our communities, there's, you know, towns are growing. Not not a lot. There's more people in your county. There's more people in the state. More people are going to college, and and for uh, all these sorts of jobs, these these things where you could not, you didn't have to be good at it. Now most jobs are filled by people who are pretty good at them. Yeah, you may quarrel with it, and they may become worse over time, but. But most jobs now are held, seem to be held by people who are uh, good at them, which is a, really disappointing. Really disappointing. Because what are the rest of us, the mediocres? Wait a minute. Speaking speak of my sense, what are we supposed to do for a living? Come on. If, if every job is filled by somebody who, who is very prepared for it, wanted to do it, set out years ago with the intention of getting <laughs> this job. Debate coach, middle school band instructor. These are things that you used to be able to, you could half ass your way into them yeah. and do an adequate job. People were grateful for it. But now everything you have to have, uh, I don't know, skills, you're vetted, you're evaluated. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Are are you is this is this rant inspired by your
1: uh, recent uh, foray in the, in the in the <laughs> academic job market? Eight months of unemployment.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. That's going okay. The job, the, you know, the, the job picture is 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 uh, adequate. Yeah. Uh, well, I had a bad customer service call yesterday. Uh, I had lost my bank card yeah. in Bend, Oregon. And when I called to replace, of course, I didn't know what the number was because I had lost the card. And instead of sending me my regular bank card, they sent me some sort of credit card that they offer through their checking account. But it a credit card. Yeah. Which I did not want. I wasn't aware that they were getting me. I guess I had the account technically as overdraft protection or something. Yeah. Uh, so what they sent me was not my bank card. They sent me... Uh, Something else,
1: but is it the kind of credit card that you use it as a credit card, but it debits, it takes money out of your no, bank account? No, that's the thing you wanted.
0: No, that's what I wanted. My bank card, my ATM card. This but was this is a credit card. This is a credit card issued through the bank, but it's not coming out of your checking account. And uh, I was I was a little confused by it when when things started arriving and things started going into and out of the wrong account. So I called yesterday to get things settled, and I got things settled. Ultimately, to my satisfaction, but I had to deal with um, with somebody who I I had the feelings I was talking to him had been forced out of the labor market otherwise, an older gentleman, (laughs) and was doing this grudgingly, you know, um, and, and was a real ass. Jeez, and I don't, I don't get that. You don't get that very much anymore. I don't anyway.
1: Was this person based in the United States of America? To
0: your uh, oh certainly, yeah. this was I was talking to an American gentleman. <laughs> I was talking to an American guy who had had enough of, <laughs> of of whatever it was that was being dished out, and I was just another you know faceless voice of the man. Yeah, either trying to pull one over on him, you know, trying to get one by him, or just to add to his general misery. And uh, he pushed back against my questions about bank cards <laughs> wow. vigorously, vigorously.
1: Can you give me an example? What, well, what question said, you know, did you ask
0: that set him well, off? Well, I said I didn't. I didn't. We, we didn't set up this credit card. My, my, neither my wife or any. He, he said, "Well, you know, you're not the primary person on the account. You know, this other person with a different name, because my wife and I have different last names, um, is the primary." Bank holder, so you know, it imply that you're you're you don't know what you're talking about, kid. You're onto something. and Whatever your relationship is, this other person,
1: maybe this uh, maybe this other lady's been uh, opening
0: credit card accounts that neither of us called has been telling you about it. Neither of us called, and and he said, well, somebody had to have. And in the end, I I, I had, but I hadn't known that I was calling about it. Uh, I said, oh, we really didn't. In fact, you know, we've been sort of fighting about this card. You know, I'm very well. We have rehearsed. The, we've gone back over the entire history of our relationship to this bank and to <laughs> each other. And it's been a time that neither of us asked for this damn credit card. <laughs> well, somebody did. Well, we don't want it. Well, you have it. We don't, I don't want to have it. It's a consumer object that I didn't request and don't care for. And I don't need to have it. Well, you can't get rid of it. What do you mean I can't get rid of it? Well, you're not the primary person You can't get rid of it Your credit card Why has there $15 You know, been charged to it Well, somebody must have You know, asked for a cash advance Which he said as if it was some You know, mild sin (laughs) Borrowed money from the bank (laughs) But it was all resolved but it took up a lot of time, and I'm a poet I'm a busy man, I'm an unemployed yeah. poet. <laughs> I have things to do, <laughs>
1: yeah you know if you're gonna if you're going to uh find yourself entangled in an unexpected dialogue with someone, it had better be something that you could later write a poem about, but this just doesn't lend itself to oh, poetry oh, it's coming on any subject for a while i um I I get very emotional. Um, I know I'm not supposed to get emotional about my interface with the world of commerce, that I am supposed to enjoy shopping. I am supposed to – if I desire a thing and I have the money to buy it, I should just buy it and enjoy it and forget about the the process that got me to that place. Buy it on credit if you like. You could. That's sort of a promise of America. But yeah. what always happens is I get emotionally involved. I'll give you some examples. I went to uh, – I got up yesterday, yeah, two days ago, um, to go to Best Buy to, to buy the television and the sort of accessory items like a you know, speaker and, a, and some cables and so on and a Blu-ray player. And I show up at Best Buy and it's five minutes to nine. I thought they'd open to 8.30. I had just dropped Toby off at school Um, And uh, But it turns out it was five minutes early So instead of standing there With the other people standing outside of Best Buy Waiting to get in I just decided to walk Take a walk around the mall So I I I walk about 300 yards Until I get to the entrance of Dick's Sporting Goods And Dick's Sporting Goods has just opened So I figured oh it's nine now I'll go through Dick's I'll enter the mall I'll go down the hallway And then enter Best Buy from inside And I go into Dick's And I go through it and of course there's like a barrage of 8 million televisions and and different music's playing at different times or in different spots throughout the throughout the giant room and I get to the big exit into the mall and it's it's closed there's a gate there so they don't it looks like they don't open into the mall uh until later So I just turned around and I went back out figuring Best Buy will be open by the time I get get over there And as I'm leaving the young woman who was working at the counter said, and I was just walking briskly past as quickly as I could. She said, Did you find what you were looking for? And I said, No, no, thanks. And she says, Uh, is it something we can order for you? And I said, No no. And she said, There was a third thing. Somewhere in there there was a request to sign up for a buyer's club or something? And I finally just said, I just I'm just trying to I'm just walking through. <laughs> and she and you she whined had, she to her. Immediately got this curt this uh, hurt look on her face. And I felt terrible yeah. because I really had made her feel bad. She, you know, she's been programmed with this patter. You know, you're not and if your if your fucking manager hears Whoa. you, you know, uh not say the the code phrases to the departing customer who has not bought anything, then you'll get reprimanded. So she has to say these things to me. But it's like, all I want to do is walk around in a circle, you know, and I'm being badgered to buy or have bought something by this poor person who I couldn't help get upset with, even though it's really not her fault when you get down to it. And then I go into Best Buy and I, you know, uh, I I find the television I want because I've researched all this online. I don't I don't like dealing with salespeople, like, I think, like most people, and, you know, I'm pretty technically inclined, so I know what to look for in gadgetry, and so I go in there, and I find it, and a salesperson is approaching, and I said, I'd like to buy this television, and he said, well, you know, for only X more amount of dollars, you could have this one, or I see you want to buy a plasma TV, you know, they're really not as good as these LED TVs, and for the things that I like in a TV picture, a plasma TV is in fact better. And I didn't want to spend more money and I didn't want a larger screen. Mm -hmm. I just wanted this thing. And I was like, no, I want to buy this now. Okay. Okay. So then we get over to the thing and I, and he said, do you need any cables? Because this is where Best Buy makes all their money. They, they sell you these incredibly expensive cables that are, that are no different in quality, you know, in actual quality from the cheap ones. And, uh, and I said, what I would like is the two, two of the cheapest HDMI cables you sell. And he said, well, I don't think you should buy those. Oh. And he said, they're, these are actually a lot better. And I said, no, they are all the same. And he said, <laughs> actually, they're not. So every step of the way, I had the thing that I wanted, and I was told that I could not have it. And I was right. diverted to something more expensive with with uh, things about it that I didn't want or like, and I just uh, it makes it makes me dislike the holiday season. I must say that if you try to stray, even from making the script, a non holiday purchase, yeah,
0: yeah, uh,
1: you sent me you a link. Do? What Where, you how do how do how do I see the links
0: in in the in the uh, I don't know. I open a little, a little, this little dialogue button down at the bottom of my Skype screen. The thing with the, pl- pl- uh, let's see, instant message.
1: There it is. There it is. Okay, Ar- uh, Here it is. I'm opening this link. Architecture for travelers.
0: Architecture for travelers. What made me think of it was uh, was your 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 stated desire just to walk around in a circle. Yeah. All I wanted to do was walk in a circle or some geometric shape. Yeah. Point A to point B, as I wished, seeing what I wanted to. And making of it what I would, right? Yeah. Uh, so, for Architecture for Travelers is an overall project of of my friend Joshua Edwards, who's a poet. Um, oh, nice. And uh, part, one of the components is, is uh, him walking from Galveston to Marfa, which is a long distance, even though you don't leave the state of Texas. Oh, wow. Probably a 15-hour drive.
1: Yeah, and so... Rather a longer walk. So a longer road. walk. Longer walk. Uh,
0: so walking from Galveston to, to Marfa, sometimes with his wife or other friends or anybody who wished to walk along with him. He has the, the trail there. Taking a picture every hour. Yeah. And then uh, at the end, he's going to publish a book of the, the, you know, the pictures of the journal. Really Find nice. a bit of, of, of your, your friend Hamish Fulton's project. Yeah.
1: Totally. Oh, this is great! So, how how long
0: does he predict it's going to take him? He might be done with it already, yeah, or, or very recently done. I thought it, I said this. I thought I would have an update. I was getting updates from some source. Yeah,
1: this reminds me of another project um, uh, by the Art Guys. Do you know the Art Guys? Another Texas uh, phenomenon. I do. Yes. They, um, I'm looking for a, a good link for this, but they did a piece called um, here's something in the New York Times from about 10 years ago. Uh, they did a piece called Driving Two Cars from Houston to Galveston. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them would uh, take two cars in Houston, drive one, half a mile or so, get out, walk back to the last one, the previous one, the other one, drive mm-hmm. that one about a mile, pass the first car park it get out walk back to the second car to the first car get in it drive a mile walk back half a mile to the second car until both the the artist and the two cars arrive in Galveston very yeah. nice it's it's all the it's all the uh it's 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 a it's beautifully perverse because all the things that are good about walking the the main the main thing that's good about walking which is that it is not driving is utterly negated yep. by this project. Plus, you drive twice as much, and you walk twice as much. Yeah, it's wonderfully meaningless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is, I'll send, I'll, uh, I'll put up this link to these guys. Yeah, here are they, um, in a piece called "Driving Two Cars to Galveston," Mr. Massing did drive two cars, sixty-one miles to Galveston, driving one several hundred feet, then getting out, et cetera, et cetera. It took a day and a half, and he sprained his foot.
0: Oh, poor fellow. Yeah.
1: But your friend's uh, uh, web page for this project is, is quite beautiful. It's a nicely designed website, which, which you rarely see f- ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Well made. <coughs> it was they, They've uh, th- lived in Mexico and Germany and, and, and China um, and Alabama. He has, uh, with, with my fellow Topeka Nick Twemlow, Canarium Books, is a is a good poet, but I like the description of this. In March 2014, we'll begin building our own home. They've bought a lot in Marfa. Uh, we've been fortunate to spend the last year at Academy Schloss Solitude in, in Berlin, an interdisciplinary residency where conversations with architects, artists, friends, and family have led to a collaborative project with four elements: walk across Texas, photographs, book exploring these things. And at the end of it, they're going to build a house. You know, they're walking. The purpose of walking to Marfa, of getting to Marfa is to build uh, some sort of house. Where are they going to stay while they're informed building formed by all of this. Uh, that's probably a whole different website and different project. <laughs> <laughs> super8.com. I don't know, probably a tent. I think they have I think there's some sort of structure there that they're they're getting by with. I've been uh, thinking about Marfa because it's been almost a year since I spent my month there. Yeah. And, and I uh, I, get, I get homesick for hotel rooms after leaving them. I you do. Know. too. <laughs> <laughs> not right away. Too. But like a few months later I'll think, man, that was a great. I have a lot of a lot of inner life feelings towards that Motel <laughs> 6 in Dubuque. Oh god. You know? I was lying
1: in, lying in bed this morning thinking about the uh, hotel I spent a weekend in uh week in in um uh St. Louis. A couple of months ago and it was just like a it was like a corporate flop house it was you know <laughs> there's nothing nothing remarkable about it at all it overlooked some air conditioning vents but <laughs> uh, but it was my home yeah i drank yeah. some whiskey there i I edited some short stories
0: nice Is your short stories out
1: no no next year oh it's
0: next year next yeah next year next fall late next year November of two thousand fourteen. Oh, see, I, mis- I saw something that I think mis- misstated as as thirteen, and I thought that you were trying oh. to slip it by us.
1: No, I wouldn't do that. I would, I would, I would shout it out
0: loud. Well, I, I want to people be very to, impressed with to, you if you were just slid to slide it by. Yeah, and I'm also, I did must you, say, I'm you, very one of the things we've been talking about are the, the limits of of uh, acceptable self promotion. So I thought yeah. that if this. Long-awaited book came out, and you just hadn't even mentioned it on your podcast. You would have made some <laughs> strides. It would have been a breakthrough.
1: I will always say on my website, Twitter, and the podcast when I have a book coming out. So,
0: what about on Snapchat?
1: I don't know what that is.
0: I don't know if that's a thing.
1: Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just Snapchat. I know it's my, just
1: Snapchat. Uh, my my grandmother used to talk about this movie. She liked Edward Scissor's Hands. Oh. And that's always stuck in my head.
0: But if it's scissors hand or the hand <laughs> also portable? Scissors
1: hand, scissors hands, and each S is in parentheses, you as in a general, yeah. as in a PhD in English dissertation. Yeah. Did I tell you that? Um, I thought, did I already talk about this on the podcast? I can't remember. Uh, that I, I got uh, I got very stoned.
0: A few and, weeks ago. Uh, you do you think you mentioned it to me. I don't know if you mentioned it to the police who are listening.
1: <laughs> this is not this is not something that would be even worth mentioning for most people, but for me well, it's,
0: it's also perfectly legal, I think, everywhere that I live.
1: So. I don't think it is I don't think it is in New York. You know, what, you know what you
0: know what happens if you get caught smoking pot in Seattle, like on what? the sidewalk? Well, the first you get a twenty it's a twenty seven dollar fine. Oh the first one is forgiven.
1: <laughs> oh, Isn't that, that's great. Is that magnificent? That's great. It's mo it's I bet it's more expensive now to I bet a parking ticket is more expensive now than
0: than smoking weed. A apart. parking ticket will bankrupt you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And you'll be shamed. The mayor will personally shame you. <laughs> with with why do you why do you still own a car will be his concern. <laughs> not just not what did you park, you know. Why why aren't you on a on a silly bike. (laughs) What?
1: I, I, but I mentioned this, uh, (laughs) I mentioned this because, um, uh, it's, the experience was surprising to me because I've, I've smoked weed a little bit and have had, it's had almost no effect. And what effect it had was just mild confusion, um, and mild paranoia, which is to say it wasn't very fun for me, but, um, but I you know, we had a we had a friend coming out from out of town who brought these brought these cookies, these brownies, former student of mine. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be a good sport. And so I um I ate one in its entirety while um while the the people in the room who actually smoke regularly uh stared at me with amusement, as as if they knew something would soon happen to me that I wasn't expecting. Um and I noticed that they themselves only had a bite or two. Yeah. Um, and it was basically deeply unpleasant. It was it was three hours of feeling like my, uh, my brain was being pounded with giant inflatable novelty hammers.
0: Yeah. Whew. It's very vivid. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'd, r- I'd rather watch three hours of cable than be stuck. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying that it gets you high. TV gets you high.
1: Yeah. Doesn't it? I, th- I think that I think there's something to the rhythm of it that you yeah. know the, and the way that I was we were watching um, on Thanksgiving at my folks we were watching the uh, you know the pumpkin thing on um, Discovery Channel or Learning Channel or something it's a thing where the people what's a, what the hell is it called pumpkin chunkin it's a competition and this the show is uh, it's been going on for how many years how far can you throw a pumpkin exactly and there are various categories it the of name of, it. Uh, of devices that uh-huh. these people build Oh, I see. Um, so a and, catapult, yeah, c- catalatal, a
0: <laughs> An Catalatal. It's a slinging device.
1: Quetzalcoatl's catalatal. <laughs> no, there's a there's a trebuchet trebuchet category, and there's an air cannon category, and um, the the fun thing about the I actually like this program. The fun thing about it is, and I think it happens like in I don't know the, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania. It's an annual thing. Maybe it's in the south. It's in America. It's in the United States of America, and the Mythbusters... Probably North.
0: Pumpkins tend to... That's where the surplus is.
1: So. Okay. Okay. You're probably right. <laughs> the the uh, Mythbusters cast hosts the thing, and uh, it's fun on the one hand because uh, people from different classes, social classes, uh, do it, so it appeals to... Untouchables. <laughs> that's right. And Brahmins. <laughs> <laughs> Brahmins. Yeah. Uh, Weak the, arms. Uh, no, you know a lot of them are sort of like backwoodsy working class biker type guys who are just very adept at mechanical things, and then they're sort of hyper educated equivalents. You know these these guys with engineering degrees who have who, who are trying to predict exactly what's going to happen and the way it's going to it's going to happen. It's not. It's always nice to see a little class conflict played out on television. But the problem is that they show you these little preview images of, like, people cheering and jumping up and down and hugging each other or people with their heads in their hands, but they're not on the screen long enough for you to register who... The heads
0: in their hands and a pumpkin we, where their head should be?
1: <laughs>
0: Did I mention it's not their own head in their hands? Oh! oh no.
1: Twists! Uh, they give you these little teasers, and then they have a, you know, like, a, like an eight-minute arc and then right before they give you the results like they'll commercial. fire off a pumpkin and it looks like it's going to be a good one and then you'll cut to a commercial and then when you come back they give you more teasers for what's going to happen two commercials from now and then they yeah. do another arc starting from and it's you can't you no. can't leave you can't get up from your chair yeah. but yeah
0: yeah
1: no it's, ed you can't
0: no it's 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 jumbled and fragmented in the late capitalist way that is that is narcotic yeah you know Flattened effect, flattening of effect and, uh, uh, and and fragmentation, as Jameson predicted in the last phase of capitalism our artists, our artistic forms would, would would take this this shape I you know TV gets you high. what do you have in a hotel in a hospital room? So, yep. you know, you've got the bed, you've got some things to hang narcotics from that go into your veins, and there's a TV. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The more pain, the larger the television.
1: <laughs> is that true? Sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hospice wings now are, are just cubes of, of screens. <laughs> Even the blanket, <laughs> this tucked tight around your your barely breathing form, has a, a, a televonic. Uh, Threads in it. (laughs) Telephonic threads. No, did you just make that up? Telephonic threads.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Is that a thing?
0: I don't know. What
1: is (laughs) televonic? You just made that up.
0: I hope Of television?
1: No, there seem to be some businesses called televonic, but it's not a thing. You have just invented a thing. Now you
0: have to make it. Good. Is that an adjective? Right, an <laughs> it's, a, it's an adjective. Yeah. Uh, so, so I always have to kind of check myself, even though I'm, you know, professionally, semi-professionally, a words person. I always have to double check in my mind: adjective, adverb. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's an cause, adj- cause... Mm, cative <laughs> <Adjective>. <laughs> Or you could just you could
1: just make it adverb a, a stylish abbreviation, so that your listener can just assume you know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's a that's an adj
0: I have I have a lot riding on the listener yeah, on the that assumption about the listener assuming that I know what I'm talking about. I've got most of my eggs in that basket. <laughs> <laughs> Are on meaning as a uh, co creation of of speaker and listener. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Everybody has to pull their weight.
1: Oh, you know. Um- you know, for us writers, the stakes are a little higher. It doesn't matter if a, if a regular person doesn't know an adjective from an adverb. But if we, if we screw it up, it's, it's, someone's going to call us on that.
0: If we say it, although if we mix them up in our writing, they'll think that we're uh, fancy. That's true. All of our adjectives become adverbs. You know who doesn't know their parts of speech? Who? Graduate students in writing. <laughs> they do not know their parts of speech. Yeah. Aside from noun verb, maybe adjective adverb. Every now and then. Ask them what a preposition is. Yeah, I know. You I ask know. for a list of prepositions from your Cornell graduate students, and it might be spotty. The
1: The number of grammarians – most of my students have superb grammar, uh, but they have superb grammar I think largely because they just spent their whole early yeah. years just reading. you don't need, you don't, you don't need to know. These right, they they know how language works for the most part. I think it, it, it,
0: it helps a lot in revising. And yeah, because because I'll say
1: know, I'll, I'll say that I'll say you know this sentence has two dangling modifiers in it, and I'll get a blank stare, and then I'll explain what a dangling modifier is, or um, you know, some a few of them a few of them know these terms, but most of them, especially the younger ones, don't because no one may, has ever made them diagram sentences, which for me was one of the most useful things I I ever did.
0: I I did it on my own. I do it on my own. Yeah, I, I actually I didn't I didn't learn any of this. I, I learned almost nothing about writing from school. Yeah, I'm talking from from either. elementary uh, from basic stuff to uh, elaborate stuff, and that's fine. It, and that's fine, you know. Is there a probably if I had attended classes in high school, oh, I, I might have might have caught up a little bit. But
1: dude, there are totally books on Amazon uh, guides to sentence diagramming oh my god I'm getting one of these this is exciting I you know I ought to do it recreationally I had to just go diagram some goddamn Henry James just for well, the diagram hell
0: of it. it yeah <clears throat> you also have you have a potential forum for it also in the classroom yeah you can bust it they, out
1: people walk in
0: move? and there's a you know the last, the last uh, paragraph sentence of *Araby*. You know on the on the chalkboard. <laughs>
1: <For> *Finnegans Wake*. <laughs> I got a *Finnegans Wake* diagramming wallpaper in my office. That's what I need. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna grab one of these books. This is this looks fantastic. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. No, I don't mean topic. to talk about it sanctimoniously because I mean, as I said, oh, I, no. didn't, I didn't. You know, I don't have a great education. I didn't learn, but it's been so useful to me. Yeah, you know it's been so useful to me as a writer that that uh, it, it 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 stuns me that I have to make an argument for it being useful. Partly because because what most I guess most of the time when you hear about grammar or, or parts of speech, it's in a scolding sort of tone. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it's often taught in a scolding sort of way. It's sort of the same way that the poetic meter is often taught, like there's something wrong with you for not already knowing it, Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not a very good. Method of teaching You know But uh, But it's It's so useful It's a shortcut You know It's a It's a It's the easy way Well
1: This thing That you That you've devoted Your life to Writing uh, It has a structure uh, It has It has uh, Constructions That have names That people have noticed before That people have developed before With the knowledge That they were a thing and a thing to be discussed, and you know, it's it's fun to have a it's fun to have lingo, it's fun to have some jargon. Sure. But when is. you're sitting down in a workshop, you want to be able to say things more interesting than I, I, you know, I don't think you earn this. Yeah. You know, so I, uh, but no, I, I, I say that without an without an ounce of sanctimony. I, um, I don't think it's this these students' uh, fault that they don't, at the age that they're at, no, um. Things know about language in this particular context, but it's definitely time for them to, to uh, step up to the plate, especially now that they're going to be teaching most of them.
0: Yeah. yeah. What else do you have on tap? I'm going to go uh, to Kansas Saturday. We'll be there for a week.
1: Um,
0: I don't know if they have the internet.
1: Will that be fun? What do you and Jill and Oscar do when you're in Kansas for amusement?
0: Well, we could go to the world famous Topeka zoo mm-hmm. and look at the duck. We could go to uh, the zoo again the next day if it's open. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the state capitol, look at the murals, mm-hmm. which are which are pretty cool. They just redid the state capitol after, you know, this ten year renovation of it. And the the the, the Capital of the capital is is uh, uh, brass, bronze, which tarnishes to green. Brass, mm. bronze, runes, <laughs> copper, copper, copper. <laughs> it's copper, uh, but for the last uh, you know 120 years, it, it had turned, it had tarnished attractively to green, yeah. but now they they you know they've 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 rubbed it all down to the original copper and so it looks very different uh, It makes the whole yeah. town look kind of different for the next four or five years uh, there was one that was there was one panel of it that had had been cleaned because it had been torn down it had been ripped ripped off of the Capitol during the 1966 tornado mm-hmm. they went through Topeka and uh, when they found it you know a mile away <laughs> um, it was no longer tarnished Oh! Cleaned by the tornado. Wow! So it was. It was up there in my my young childhood. I remember it It as kind of like a a, like a tooth blackening, you know. Mm -hmm. But so we'll go. We'll look at that and talk about that a lot. I bet. I'll eat a lot of food. Hang out with my family, which would be nice. Um, I'm sure that uh, um, since everybody else in my family and a lot of them are going to be home, um, since they're all uh republicans of of one degree or another that uh, uh Jill and I will spend a lot of our time cringing and holding our tongue until we can't any longer and then <laughs> that'll be sort of the downward slide of the trip we'll be there hopefully that'll be later on
1: and then finally you'll you'll get
0: to leave it really it does doesn't... put a damper in the uh, christmas cheer
1: you get to return to the land of weed forgiveness and silly bicycles oh
0: blessed I wish that Kansas was a place of uh, weed forgiveness and silly bicycles. Well, what about Lawrence? It's a very frowny place. A lot of frowning.
1: Lawrence is like the Austin of Kansas, right? Yeah, it used to be. No, it's become more conservative.
0: People are. It's it's happening. What's happening to all the college towns is Mm -hmm. baby boomers are retiring and moving back because they had such a good time there. Yeah, and because there's, you know things to do and then they uh, they don't go out and do anything and they uh, you know call the police on for noise complaints they uh, you know vote down taxes for education and uh, drive up um, property prices so that the, all the things if you were trying to kill college towns the vibrancy of college towns this is exactly what you would do and it's being done. And that's happening in Lawrence. It's no longer a, an affordable place. Mm-hmm. Um, well, R- Rian,
1: uh, Rian and I were fantasizing about moving back to Missoula. We're not going to do it. but um, but uh, So she was looking at real estate prices? Yeah. Houses are just crazy expensive in Missoula. They're outrageous. Yeah. 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 Although she, she was looking at rentals. Yeah. Um, and she found just by coincidence. It might even have been on Craigslist. Uh, her old apartment, ah. her first first apartment in Missoula, has been renovated. And in fact, I saw it being renovated uh, more than a year ago when I was in town, and I took a photograph of it being renovated. And here on the internet, one hundred and nineteen Madison Street uh, were photos of the inside. This is you know where where Reen lived when I was first dating her, and, and it's, it looks yeah. nice now. Yeah. Yeah. It was grim then, and there's a guy. There's a domestic violence across the hall all the time.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but uh, um, but this was it was a great place. I just couldn't believe though how expensive everything was.
0: Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. Seattle's outrageously expensive. Yeah, we're living in our our old place, which is affordable, but we'll, we want to move to some place less affordable. <laughs> you, know? you well, we want to we want to move this. Where we where we're living now is is great for it's sort of a college neighborhood. Yeah, um, and uh, all the a lot of the things that it's fun to do with 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 kids are a drive. Not really yeah. enough space, but uh, uh, well, we'll see what happens.
1: You going to do? You want to buy a home? As the I'd love to buy a house, say? except
0: I have I have no income. Yeah. <laughs> So you said we have no savings, so it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem very likely.
1: <laughs> well, to answer your question, we're staying home, and uh, we're going to we're having a party on Friday. We have a uh, it, it's too erratic to call it annual, though. In theory, it's annual party for whoever's left in town, which is to say, I we invite all of our friends who are townies, and then we I invite everyone in the English department. So gownies. Yeah, some gownies, and then all of the graduate students, and usually most of the most of the people from Cornell don't come because they leave. Um, yeah. But we, I mean, we started out life here as townies, and we're we like staying here over the winter, yeah. and that's the only time I can write aside from summer yeah. break. So, so we're gonna have a party, um, cocktail party, and a weird a weird collection of people has RSVP'd people who don't know each other. Um, colleagues nice. of mine who I like very much, but I'm not friends with, who uh-huh. unexpectedly have said, Sure, I'll, I'll be there. And so Good. it'll be kind of a, a, uh, an interesting and peculiar mixing of people.
0: Deviled eggs and cognac?
1: There will be some liqueurs. There will be uh-huh. some. Whisky, some, some uh Some galog. Yeah. Uh, I think Ryan is going to melt some brie. Uh, we'll have some nuts and berries, maybe some Christmas cookies. Very good. Are you saying Merry Christmas to people, Ed? Or are you saying Happy Holidays? Or are you just saying, fuck you,
0: and slapping people? I don't put a lot of thought into it. I try not to say Merry Christmas to my my Jewish friends.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Which is a lot of them. And so I slip up. And they don't care. (laughs) Um... No, no, I, 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 uh, I don't say happy holidays. Um, I occasionally, do have a good um, time over the holidays. So I don't really have, have much of a. Yeah. Uh, have a nice vacation, I guess. I don't know. I don't talk to people. There's no one to. There's no one to see. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I don't. I'm a hermit. Your dismissive so, waiver. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I don't know. I hope hope we have a nice nice visit, Mom. My main anxieties are just about uh, plane travel with toddler. Yeah, and I know that's also what I'll remember most from the trip, no matter how wonderful it is. And it's the story that I'll tell at the end of the trip. So it was was easier. It went very well, or it was very difficult. That'll be this. That'll be the story (laughs) of my Christmas break.
1: Yeah, I I I, we just opted out of that shit. We just didn't go anywhere. We drive to my parents but if my parents had lived far away we would have just said you can <coughs> see us if you want yeah. because we're not doing that although um, uh, this leads me to one more final question for you today and that is uh, Santa Claus how what what is Oscar's this you know Oscar's now old enough to, to get sucked in uh, to the uh, gift anticipation not really. no not really
0: no uh, eighteen, nineteen months, twenty months.
1: Is Santa Claus a thing in your house?
0: No, no, no. There's just a, there's a, a lit up Santa Claus of a few houses down, and he's paused at the sidewalk and looked at it with curiosity, <laughs> some fear. But around the house, we don't. He's still uh, he's still a little too young. Like a Christmas tree would be a, a huge hassle you know he would pull it down we have a couple of stockings i think he ate some of the little uh, sparkly things that were on one of the stockings (laughs) so
1: So christmas Uh, is about eating things that aren't food for oscar
0: yeah i don't think he knows so next next year we'll have to think about it right yeah yeah i don't intend to put a lot of thought into these matters (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I think that's best. I don't, best. I don't I think... have an ideology of of parenting. <laughs> so
1: we're we're at the thing last night the the uh, the uh, sexually active band concert, um, <laughs> and and Rian... they play did they play
0: uh, Let's Get It On. Was that? I uh, uh, no, they? they no Al they
1: did. they they played. Uh, oh, who's Let's who, give it up? Who did uh, Bags Groove that uh, that jazz number? Who is that? Horace Silver. <laughs> no, I don't think Silver Horus. <laughs> That's the name of my ba- microphone. Uh Bag's Groove is uh jo- Milt Jackson, Zop- Milt Jackson. I was going to say Milt Jackson then I decided I was wrong, but I was right. Okay, so Uh no, so we're at this thing and Rian's, uh, there's a particular person that Rian was afraid to see. Not because she a doesn't werewolf. Not because she, no, no, no uh not because murderer. she dislikes this person oh. it's just an, another parent um who's very nice and could be a
0: murderer.
1: She, Rian likes her very much but could be a murderer
0: could be uh
1: and uh but she didn't want to see her because she, this person's very active in school and this is the 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 topic of conversation is always school things which Rian and i just <laughs> and, and our kids as well we're not engaged with it our kids don't want us to be engaged with it. No. Uh, we're t- we're just simply not super interested in the They don't want they-
0: you selling hot chocolate at the uh, seventh grade basketball games. <laughs>
1: no. But so sure enough, this person that R- Rian was afraid to see uh, approached us and sat with us and talked with us for a while. But And then said as we were leaving after the concert, uh, see you later this week. And so we get, walk out the door, and I'm like, what the hell was that all about? What's later this week? And Reen said, I have no idea. And we asked Toby, what's later this week? And Toby said, what? <laughs> and then he goes, oh, the open house. And we said, the open house? Should, is this a thing we should go to?" Uh, I'm supposed to? I'm supposed to bring food. Go, you should not it's go. Like, well, how okay? Do you, would you, were you going to mention this to us, the providers of food, or were you going to, I don't know, were you going to just ask the bus to stop at the supermarket on the way to school? I
0: don't
1: know. And what I'm saying is, we're doing just fine. That's, not That's very healthy. A shit. That's very healthy.
0: That's very healthy. Given any, uh, well, I guess it's hard to say. Any uh, book advice for Christmas holiday gift buyers?
1: Oof. Uh, I recommend uh, diagramming sentences by Deborah White Broadwater, which I Deborah just White heard. Broadwater. Deborah White Broadwater.
0: Debra, Deborah Broad Whitewater.
1: <laughs> that broad Deborah Whitewater.
0: <laughs> that
1: I have. I actually. I that voice is. Uh, um, Professor at at uh, Cornell, who's I won't say his name, but he's on uh, he's on Twitter, and uh, um, oh, what the hell what the hell's his name? I'm gonna find him. He's I I have this thing that Rian, Rian likes to hear me do, which is I read his tweets in his voice. So I think that that this this could be a good way to. Why don't we let this be the finale? Okay, let
0: be be finale. See. <laughs> uh,
1: is this the? Oh no, wrong guy. Oh, this is a very. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cut out the pauses here. And eh, never mind. No, I can't, never mind, because I promised it. I'm just going to cut this out and pretend that... Hold on, hold on. Because it's fun to read his... It's There he is. <clears throat> now that I have finished my grading, I look back upon a semester where I have enjoyed teaching my splendid students and appreciated their <laughs> efforts. Or...
0: Is this before his actual sun- voice, what? or is this uh, what the, his tweets sound like to you?
1: No, no, he didn't. No, he he no, no, he's a man from Bayonne. No, no, he's a colleague of mine. Before sunset and before midnight, what is so great about these alternately pretentious and banal, endless conversations posing as art films?
0: Pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I think we should stop. One more. There should always be three. There should
0: be three. Alright. Right. Uh
1: see m- the problem is um uh the problem is read that, some other uh, tweet in that voice. That's like the right. voice. And just anyone's tweet? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, let's uh let's find. Maybe may, maybe there'll be something funny here uh on uh, on the internet. Oh here's uh do you ever do you follow Bob Ross, the dead uh painting T V <laughs> painting instructor? I, I I don't see the purpose. Someone is, uh, someone has created, someone's created a Twitter feed. It's this is the official Twitter page of Bob Ross Incorporated, and they just tweet Bob Ross quotes. And I'll just, I'll read a couple in the voice of my colleague at Cornell. We want happy paintings. Happy paintings. If you want sad things, watch the news. Or we'll just put in a happy little cloud. There. Oh. Now he has a friend too. <laughs> or let's see. Uh let's put some indications of trunks in. Oh, there's one that doesn't have any leaves on him. He's just lying up there naked.
0: <laughs> it's pretty good. Well we can leave. Maybe it this
1: that. cloud has a friend. A little friend. Maybe this little friend's name is Clyde. He lives right up here and floats around with him.
0: All right, I'm done. Very good. good. Well, happy uh, next period of time. (laughs) Happy upcoming anxiety box.